Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. That's right, Funny Science Fiction, the live edition, the podcast where we believe that the name Shatner should no longer be the name of a person, but instead of a, a really fun drinking game where every time you see William Shatner overact, which is basically always, you take a shot. So may the Shatners and your kidneys always be in your favor. I think your liver is going to have an issue with it first, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> liver, right. kidneys, you know, your internal organs are pretty well, well, they're, they're done for. They're going to be pickled. Before we get into that, wow. It's Monday, Easy for guys. you to say, welcome to Monday. Woo! All right. <laughs> Let's hope this isn't a complete dumpster fire tonight. All right. But before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thank you to our show sponsors, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. And let's watch those awesome videos. Please feel free to dance in the background. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered with multiple colors and options for each and every design with things to choose from like shirts hoodies phone cases coffee mugs and so much more be sure to follow river city tees on facebook and instagram if you do you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales river city tees let's make a shirt together All right, All right, that's River City Tees. Level up, lightsabers! So I understand the internet's being a little uh, wonky tonight. Thanks, Charter. Appreciate that. Um, I don't understand what's going on. I have full signal. Everything's great. Everything should be fine. But apparently, I'm uber pixelated. So uh, I've gotten that message. It's just like 8-Bit Mario. It's okay. Well, actually, I feel quite honored to be 8-Bit Mario. Okay. (laughs) I'll take that. All right. And... You don't just have to look at the two of us tonight. You get two more faces to look at. Let's welcome Jason Taylor and whatever Justin's last name is from the Three Geeks Podcast. I'm not I am tonight. honored to be on your program today. <laughs> this is... You can get rid of him if you want. Shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, it was nice having Jason with us for a little bit. That's right. Hey, he's going to make it to the five-minute mark. <laughs> Jason's like, oh, sad face. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have you guys here. We've got a really cool topic to talk about with you guys tonight. Uh, so hopefully you guys in the audience are ready and prepared to uh, have as much fun as I think we're going to have on the show tonight. And uh, John Wasser <laughs> finally a break from Paw Patrol. <laughs> Honora says, hi, Mommy. And Hi, Honora. This- Oh, boy. 
Terrible. Matt starts already. He's Terrible. already he shaves his beard and he gets all cocky. Look at this. All right. So, uh, so for tonight's festivities, we've we've got kind of a cool topic on hand, and I, and I I really like this because I think there's a lot of movies out there in the world where you look at it and you go, well, I didn't think this was a sci-fi movie. And the more you look at it, the more you're able to make the connection between science fiction and what you're watching. And, and it becomes some really cool tie-ins. So tonight on Funny Science Fiction Podcast, the live edition starring Jason and Justin of Three Geeks, which if you haven't caught on, there's like 26,000 geeks, 10, and, but we only can get like two or three at a time yeah. uh, to join the show. But uh, what we're going to talk about tonight... Yeah, three'd be generous. Uh, but we talk about movies that aren't necessarily science fiction, uh, but you can make the argument that they either are or that they should be considered science fiction. So we're going to let Jason Taylor lead the charge tonight, and he's going to tell us what movie he picked and why he believes that movie actually is science fiction. And then before he gets started, I have to say, I know what his selection is. And I have been waiting all day to see how this becomes science fiction. So, Jason, take it away. Spoiler alert for Fast 9 if you have not seen it yet. Okay? But they go to space in a car. If that's not science fiction, I don't, I don't know what is. Like, uh, first off, anybody that's watching this franchise, if you're at the point where you're still watching expecting the first movie, you need to just stop and give up. Like, you, if you're not on board for the ridiculousness, then don't watch it anymore. But Fast 9, they go to space. Space in a car with a rocket attached to the top of the car. It is fantastic. Ludacris and Tyrese in space in a car going to upload something to a satellite. It's, it's... And and <laughs> they, they even slingshot a car across a, a canyon. That's science fiction. They slingshot a car so, across a canyon. Okay, so now I, I haven't watched the movie, and you have by no means uh, spoiled it for me because I don't really believe anything uh, that I've seen in the Fast and Furious movie since, I don't know. Is there Fast. a plot to spoil? Yeah, since well, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, we've been, we jumped the shark on this this show a long time ago. Um, hey, man. Since, since The Rock joined, I've been on board, and every movie since The Rock joined, you, there's an argument that it could be sci fi. They're okay. practically the Avengers. <laughs> I mean, John Cena's in this one. They can hardly see the plot, you know? Yeah. And John Cena yeah. should totally play Ryan. <laughs> yeah, see what you did there. See what you did there, Justin. Nice. So I have to ask, and like I said, you're not spoiling anything for me, but is the only thing to protect them from the, you know, the, you know, outer space, like, or, or is there anything on the vehicles to protect them from outer space? Or is it just rockets to help them get there? They put like special stuff around the glass, lots of duct tape, a lot of duct tape. Like, the radiation usually helps. A ton of duct tape. They're in old um, scuba diving outfits with duct tape taping up the mask. Like, I'm, that's I'm on how we got to the moon is duct tape. This franchise has my money for as long as they're going to keep making these because I just, I, I, I just, and... I want to see where it goes. I don't know how you top going <laughs> to space in a car. Like, how do you do that? How you do People that? People like you are the reasons that this movie is going to continue being made. <laughs> you know what I want Fast Ten to be? I want them to hunt down the Universal monsters. That's what I, I want just, Fast Ten to be. Fast Ten is just suddenly that they find Atlantis. Like, I'd be down. Honestly, it's a moon I want, base. 
if we're going to do a fast 10, if we actually get to that point where they've decided to steal money for, from people on 10 of these movies, then the 10th one needs to be a, a jumble up with Jurassic Park. That's the only way that becomes accessible or, you know, or, or acceptable rather. They make a 10th and they continue taking advantage of people like Jason. Yeah, Tim, good right? news. Good news. Uh, this movie made a lot of money and they're already all signed on to do uh, two more. Oh, yay. Oh, but of I'm course. So excited. <laughs> or is it in the nuclear fridge? Good point, Wass. Either way, uh, either way, it's a train wreck. Uh, Wass, nothing has jumped the shark quite like Indiana Jones 4 did. We don't talk about it. That Indiana was the nuking the fridge. That was yeah, just... that was the, yeah, the nuclear fridge. Yeah, that was my uh yeah, that would be bad. That was I'm bad. A fan. I, I watched the show. I still like it I, because it's it's Harrison Ford. And I love Harrison Ford, and I will watch just about anything the man is in, even six <laughs> days, seven nights, as horrible as that was. And that is a ridiculously horrible movie. I have to check and see if my mom is watching before I say this. What about Fast Ten across over the Transformer? What movie? Roll out homicide with Harrison Ford. How was that? I don't know that I've seen that. I can't talk. I mean, John Claude Van Damme made a movie with Dennis Rodman, so no judgment here. <laughs> I don't think I know. I don't think I know that movie. It's with Josh Hartnett. Harrison. Yeah, Ford, I, you know. Oh, I know. Okay, yeah, I know down. which one you're. T yeah, I know which one you're talking about, but no, I have not seen it. So, um, Check it out. I'm not saying I've seen every one of his movies, but I. I am much less resistant to skipping a movie if uh, Harrison Ford is in it. Uh, Presumed Innocent with Harrison Ford was really good. I just saw that. Mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah. And uh, even though, so I loved him in 42 with Chadwick Bosman. Uh, he played the owner of, of, uh, of uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers back in the day, bringing in Jackie Robinson. That's an amazing movie for, in 42. And uh, he played the old man that I, I really do envision him to be. Uh, coming up here shortly, what I what I'm afraid Indiana Jones Five is going to look like um, is is that movie. <laughs> Just, I don't know, you know, man. I think Indy Five could be good. Yeah, Charlotte Buff's back, right? No, it's got it's got all the right people doing it. Like George Lucas isn't writing anything, so I think we're I think we're looking good. Charlotte well, Buff's thing ever. No, no, but in Indiana Jones, he wasn't great. He was pretty terrible in that. <laughs> Worse than the Transformers. I mean, him and Fury, though. Fury was great. Which I, I actually really liked Disturbia. Fair enough. Disturbia was good. Fury Road was was good. Um, I didn't mind him in the first Transformers movie. After that, it kind of got annoying. It spiraled quickly. And being, yeah. being the young one on the show, I loved Even Stevens. Like, mm -hmm. that was... I got no clue on that one. Oh, my gosh. It was an old Disney Channel show. It was awesome. He was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they went to space. Getting back to Fast Nine, with they went tape. out to, with duct tape and aqua suits. <laughs> I want to know what, what was Kathleen's so, comment that she was going to make. Oh, oh, well. So she didn't respond to me. So I'm going out on a limb here. My mom is also a big fan of Harrison Ford, but she calls him Harrison Hottie Pants. Oh, that's fair. Like, <laughs> anytime I say, hey, do you want to watch whatever? You want to watch Indiana Jones oh, with Harrison Hottie Pants? Oh, oh well, man, you got to get that trending. Everybody, right? If, Everybody needs to call him Harrison Hottie Pants. Hashtag Harrison Hottie Pants. <laughs> Hottie Pants. Do it. <laughs> I, I think your mom heard that from me personally. Uh, <laughs> well, she's had hey, it baby. before I knew you existed. So. Hey, baby, I'm going to watch Harrison Hottie Pants again. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, that was a thing. I'm sure. 
I'm sure. Obviously, you have a massive man crush on him. It's okay. I do. <laughs> I do. All right. So, actually, it sounds to me like Fast Nine has turned more into like a, a 1950s, you know, B movie than, than you know, I don't know. I <laughs> I'm having a hard time envisioning envisioning this mainly because I haven't seen it. I'm sure I will slap down some money and watch it at some point. Um. Or just wait for it to come out on, you know, HBO Max, and Tim, I got some still like, paying money. If you didn't like eight or seven or six, don't don't bother. You won't. You those won't are like actually it. like rated really highly, though, so you might like those and still not like this one. <laughs> actually, I didn't really care for the first couple ones. Those those weren't my favorite. Maybe this will be for you then. But I, did I didn't not like I, the first few. Yeah, well, my my biggest problem is is Vin Diesel. I'm not a big Vin Diesel fan. He's in most overrated. of these. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a horribly over overrated grunter. I think the best acting work he's done is in Guardians of the Galaxy because I don't have to hear him when he only says one line. So I don't know. He's really good in the pacifier. No, he is hilarious. I'm sure it is, <laughs> and I've I have seen it, but no. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. Kathleen was oh, four God. when the pacifier came out, so she's like groomed to love that movie. Well, yeah. It's, when did that one come out? <laughs> I'm not entirely uh, sure, but I have to double check. I okay, I was 13. So and I will and I will admit they went a little overboard, but the best thing that's ever happened, other than Guardians of the Galaxy, the best thing that ever happened to um the dude I just said I can't stand. Vin Diesel. Thank you. Vin Vin Diesel, Diesel. Uh, was you. the uh was the the family memes that went around about you know about every movie that's ever been been made or every TV show, all of a sudden there's Dominic Toretto. Oh, we're a family. Uh, My favorite yeah. one was the family pie. I got so sick of seeing those memes in the pending posts in our group, though. I didn't even care. I was there for all of it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I've seen six of this one today and approved. I didn't even although, care. They were great. Although, to to the listeners from our group, I appreciated those more than the Jeff Bezos ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Blue Origin. Make it on the yeah, I think the this... Geek shared a couple of those, so go check those out. Oh my word. Although there there was one. There was one that I did not approve into the group, but I sent to my siblings because it was the my parents got to see a man go to the moon and we see yeah. <laughs> so there so there was that. So um it's not my yeah. fault. I didn't design the rocket. <laughs> Our memes did. <laughs> But Tyrese and Ludacris designed a rocket made out of a car that took us to space in And I broke Tim! Yeah. I win. Jeff Bezos broke Tim. <laughs> did you yeah. see that one in the in the <laughs> No, I did not see that one, but I've seen pl- plenty others. <laughs> All right. So uh Although apparently talking about the rocket has apparently increased our viewership, so that's awesome. All right. right. Uh, Let's do it. We're going to move on anyway. Prime. All right. So so Fast 9, Furious 9, or whatever they're calling it these days, F9, um, uh, the sequel for your money. Um, So other than the fact that they went to space and they clearly should not have, was it a decent movie? I enjoyed it. As far as a good movie, like... uh, motion picture cinematic achievement i don't know but i had a lot of fun for the two hours i was there i'm thinking the reason i have a lot of fun at these popcorn movies more so than other people do is because i go with my kids and just watching their face as this ridiculous stuff is happening 
it's just one of those moments as a father that's just like, I'm glad. I'm glad they're having this this awesome time. All right. Separate space gym. We need people I with lower bars, Jason. I mean, it makes life much happier. Exactly. Going with lowered expectations. All right. So, all right, Justin, you have a movie as well. Now, it's not the movie that most people are going to be thinking that you're talking about because mm-hmm. we're actually going to talk about the original that was made back in the 1990s. Gosh, so, but so, long ago. so what's what's your movie, Justin? It, it's Space Jam. And, it, and I get space is in the name. And when I was doing research for this thing, uh, it, it bothered me that sci-fi didn't come up at all. Like Google Space Jam, in terms of like the, the genres it fits into, it's like animation, family, funny. Like sci-fi wasn't any part of that. If, if I said remove Space Jam and said aliens are going to come, steal people's talent, and try to take over a whole species, what genre of movie do you think would like would that be housed in? Like, I it's, had no intention of doing Space Jam until like noon when I was like, "What the? Why isn't Space Jam labeled as sci-fi?" Right. <laughs> it's, it's Evasion of the Body Snatchers with Looney Tunes. Right. Like, there's no <laughs> there's no way to argue that. It's like it's it's low hanging fruit because space is in the name and there's aliens and stuff. But it's just like whoa. Who didn't calculate that? Like, was it like bad for marketing to say it was a part of sci-fi? Like, I don't get it. Like, why didn't someone say this is a sci-fi thing? Because it is a sci-fi thing. Oh, I think so. I think that's a very, uh, very logical leap. You know, (laughs) yeah. Because if when you look at it, so they they trick all these NBA stars into giving up their powers, or it's they're extracted out of them. I don't remember exactly Mm -hmm. how that all comes up, but you know, and then they're put into these. You know, like mon, what they call them, the monsters was was yeah. it what they so were called? The, I, I watched it before coming on. The, the the little aliens like turn into liquid. They fly into the <laughs> NBA ba- players' bodies and then extract the talent and then put it into a basketball. So like oh, we're Dune says, but uh... sorry. <laughs> Speaking of Dune, this week on the Three Geeks podcast, Tim and Kathleen are going to attempt to remake that movie that I couldn't get past the trailer. Sorry, Justin. Can you? I made it to the thirty-minute mark, and uh, yeah, mm. I'll be crying by about by the end of the first hour of your show on Sunday. That'll be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I might have a charter outage on Sunday. (laughs) All right, so I'm sorry, Justin. Please continue. You're okay. You're okay. I mean, my my explanation or my uh, my definition. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's an alien movie about an invasion. It was trying to enslave a whole population of things or I, I, people, tunes, and it wasn't labeled as uh, sci-fi, which I don't understand. Mick, I agree with half of that. Agreed. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting too because so you look at you know how uh, they get Michael Jordan. You know, they abduct him into another world. It's it's a parallel universe. It's there are so many things here that you know. There's there's spaceships. There's there's you know uh, you know alien abductions. There's you know parallel universes. There's monsters and stealing of uh, souls and or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, definitely. I can see how that you look at that and go, oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is a. Uh, yeah, it seemed like uh, a real no-brainer to be honest. Looney Tunes in general could be classified as a sci-fi because Marvin the Martian. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And talking animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, anamorphic for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that I think that you know, if you look at a lot of of what that is, I you know, because you said that it was wasn't labeled as sci-fi, and I think that 
I think that especially in the '90s, I think Hollywood was kind of scared to to label things as science fiction because you got to admit there was a lot of weak and lame crap that came out in the late yeah. '80s and early '90s that was like, basically getting just you know plowed over by everyone. And so because it had the Looney Tunes attached to it, I don't think they wanted to call it sci-fi. I mean that's a fair point. I just I it just blew my mind. I was like, has everything making is of a good sci-fi thing, mm-hmm. and. You're just like ah no it's it's animation it's funny it's family that's it but that's fine Mick, Mick likes to think that LeBron James is a national treasure is that the woman in the cage huh? he's fine. <laughs> LeBron LeBron is fine as long as he's not reading why he's in a movie but Justin <laughs> uh, the the soundtrack to Space Jam was fantastic yeah it was the original the original movie yeah it's phenomenal I still yeah. listen to that soundtrack today. Hit him high, hit him high. Hit him low, hit him low. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mick, awesome. all right. So, all right. So, have either has anybody here other than Jason seen the new Space Jam? I have not. Kathleen, have have you uh, suggested I have your not yet. It is it is in my watch list. I just haven't had two hours where she hasn't wanted to watch Paw Patrol. Ah. Okay. I can respect that. Uh, so Mick has said that the, both the movies are national treasures. He thinks that Le- LeBron is a national treasure and we should stop LeBron hating. And Don't blame he me. Wanted, for he's reminding us that he definitely has seen the movie, which we kind of gathered from the fact that he was defending LeBron so, uh, you know, so viciously. Um, all right. So here, here's my opinion, uh, my, my, my opinion of the movie. It's not good but it's not bad. And on a scale of one to Dune, <laughs> on a scale of one to Dune, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely in the, in the mid range. Is it above spice it, melange? Uh, <laughs> Paw patrols above spice. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Uh, if you're looking for a good time to have with your kids, so this, I'm going to go back to what Jason said earlier. If you're looking for a good time to have with your kids, something that they'll be able to identify with and something that you can dispend belief for two hours, then I think um, I'm going to use what uh, Mick is saying right here. It's perfect for the people it was made for. If, however, because you grew up with the original Space Jam movie and you watch the Space Jam movie and you actually happen to love the Space Jam movie and you're comparing the two by any stretch of the imagination, then you're going to have a problem with the new one. See, and I'm going um, into it's, it. With it's the, a straight cash grab. I'm I'm going into it with the. I love the original. The original was made for me. The I was the kid that was supposed to love the original. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm excited. Point, to have, I'm excited to have a new version of it to share with my little person. So I'm hoping that it lives up to at least the. She likes it. Now, and here's here's the thing about it, and I, I I have no problem admitting this. There are sections of the movie that are phenomenal. The way that they did it, the inclusion of all the DC characters and uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Lola Bunny going through the Amazonian trials and uh, and things like that. And that's not a spoiler. It's in the movie. It's it's not a big deal. Um, but there are sections of the movie that are really good, where it falls flat. Anyway, yeah, where it falls flat is. LeBron um, hamming it up for every time he's on the screen. And Jason, to, to, to Jason's point, it looks like he's on Saturday Night Live and he's trying to read his cue cards because he's like, hey, what would it say? 
Yeah, so that's my problem. We yeah, love your my, face too, Casey. My son enjoyed the movie, but he was um, he was falling asleep until the Looney Tunes characters came on. He could care less about any of the humans in the movie, and that's what I've been saying. I thought all the stuff with the Looney Tunes was good, but you know, it's like watching the Looney Tunes. So as a totally not spoiler question does it have the right amount of adult humor to make it so that you know that there are jokes that you're getting that your kid isn't because that's part of what makes some movies worth watching there is a cameo in this movie kathleen that i thought they did extremely well and it was amazing and like i said the dc sequence was great you'll love that and i wish the movie had been more of that uh, when they go into the other worlds it's kind of sped through except for the dc world and I think that's where the movie really shined. Even LeBron in that that sequence was fantastic. I thought. Okay. Yeah, it's it's actually it's, it's really solid. It's really strong because uh, we're one of the areas where in, in life where Warner Brothers has got their crap together when it comes to DC is in animation. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the movies, they have they really you do. know their their head is so far up their backsides they have no clue what they're doing, and Marvel's just bludgeoning them in the box office. But in, in animation, they really have a lock on what they're doing. And bringing in Looney Tunes into the DC uh, Marvel animation was uh, not Marvel animation, but the, the DC Warner Brothers animation, excuse me, was was really, really very cool. Casey yeah. also says that Space Jam is hot garbage. Terrible acting kept taking me out of it. But are we it's talking about like wrong. The, the, the second or all of them? Just all together. <laughs> I think he's referring to the the second one. But also, if you think Um, about any of the Looney Tunes movies, like Looney Tunes back in action does the same thing. Like, the acting in that is horrendous. Whoa, 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 whoa. Talking about National Treasures, Brendan Fraser is a... Oh, I I adore Brendan Fraser. But that movie, the acting in it is horrendous. I concur. I completely agree with you. Um, (laughs) What's a box office? What's a box office? I don't know. We haven't seen one. (laughs) I go to the box store. I'm actually hoping to go to the box office this week. Uh, we're actually gonna we're looking at going to a uh, um, uh, drive-in theater this week. Oh, awesome! To, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, and Casey affirms that he was in fact referring to the second one being mm-hmm. hot garbaggio. Uh, and Brent, he also says <laughs> Brendan Fraser is a golden god. Who else will protect us from mummies? Right. Who else is going to protect us from mummies and be the most hilarious caveman known to mankind? <laughs> <laughs> so my, my favorite thing with, with Brendan Fraser ever uh, was from George of the Jungle. Yes. Where he just gets going, Java, 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 Java. And then he goes, he goes like nuts because he <laughs> ate a whole can of, you know, ground Java. Yes. Great. He's fantastic. So, Doom Patrol. I have not watched Doom Patrol yet. What? That's actually really good. I okay, so I just started making my way through the Titans TV show, uh, and there's of course the the Doom Patrol tie-in there, and you see him in there, and that's you know. So I'm I'm definitely be checking it out. Uh, <laughs> you guys are Aww. making me miss Lavar Burton. And, uh, no, Lavar we're not Burton. making you miss. You chose to spend your time with us, sir, and so that's kind of on you. And, and come on, can you not do multiple screens, Mick? And yeah, by the man. way, you're welcome. Uh, so, How dare you? I, I am a lot cuter than um, Lavar Burton, and no, you're really not. Beard, so you can see my double chin now. See, so you're welcome <laughs> for that. Well, I hate to break it to you, we saw that even with a beard, buddy. Uh, so anyway, hey, <laughs> <Dang>. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing but love. Jason knows. I love you. 
So Tim's also right. going weird to attempt to camouflage. Yeah, there's 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 a you know what you don't have to point out so fast. You're supposed to be on my side. Uh but anyway. <laughs> you can't see um, half your face anyway because of your mic. You're fine. I'm just going to stay like this for the rest of the show. Nobody will see me. <laughs> just start just unplug your router. <laughs> Here, see, I have a beard now too. <laughs> Mick is the best. We like Mick. He's he, Mick's good dude, a lot of fun. So, all right. So, um, like, like I asked, like I asked Jason, uh, is this something that you would watch again? The the original version. So, is it something that you would watch again, even though it's not typically or considered to be science fiction? Oh, hundred percent. I'm just more frustrated that it's not labeled already sci-fi. Yeah, hundred percent. I would watch it again. All right, cool. The shag is glorious. Yeah, that's my uh, this is my camping beard. So, um, there's that. You started camping yesterday. That is impressive. Yeah, I might have started a couple days earlier so I could, you know, get a, you know, a good appeal to it. The final right. in the mail. Force. That's right. Force grew the facial hair. That's right. All right. So Kathleen, your pick is up next, and it is. And no, I, I broke the rules. Surprise, surprise. Kathleen broke the rules. Never. My mom's watching, and I'm sure she's doing the, yeah, right, Kathleen? No. I have to admit that this is something I had never heard of, nor had I watched Which before you brought it up. Which is a crime. It's All fantastic. right, so tell us your pick. So my pick is the 2000 NBC miniseries, Tenth Kingdom. I've heard of it. Nothing for me. Oh, Go my ahead. gosh. That is so Sorry. sad. So you are the lone expert on this show. Uh, about well, that's this. great because I had it on VHS after we recorded it off TV, and then I bought it on DVD, and I'm pretty sure I've watched it about eight million times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you said it's a mini series. Like how long? Uh, it is how a miniseries. Many... There are five episodes that are two hours each. Well, Ooh, hour and a half hours. each. Hour and a half each, something like that. So that's not sure as many anymore. Right, that's just a series. Uh, but is so is this something that was like uh, was a book and they turned it into a miniseries? Yes, it or? was a okay. book and then NBC turned it into a miniseries. It came out oh, it would have been uh, February. When was it? February oh one, February two thousand. I mean, double check my dates here. Kathleen, I'm sold on this. Ed O'Neill as a troll king. I'm in. Oh my gosh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he is absolutely it. hilarious. His name is Relish. He is Relish the Troll King, and he is fantastic. I mean, he's... Okay, so February of 2000. Um, yeah, so Anne-Margaret is Cinderella. Um, Cameron Mannheim is Snow White. So the whole premise of it is the main character, Virginia, who is played by Kimberly Williams Paisley. I think she's just Kimberly Williams at that point, but either way. Um, ends up getting... She and her father, Tony, end up getting sucked through a magic mirror into fairy tale land. After Virginia hits a golden retriever with her bicycle, and the golden retriever actually turns out to be a prince who is the grandson of Snow White. So this fairy tale world is 50 years after the... It was eBay, John. <laughs> It was eBay. Don't even like. Don't give me that much credit. <laughs> I love the fact that you're like. Well, if I throw this in, will you give me free shipping? That is fantastic. It it really was. It was very much the. 
And yes, it is like a precursor to Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I like how Jason's not even like, I don't need to comment in the He's so the used show. to just commenting on the show instead of actually being on the show with us. But the the fairy tale world is about 50 years, or I don't remember the timelines. I should watch it again. Darn. Um, but it's after Happily Ever After. But the Sorry, Happily John. Ever After didn't last as long as they wanted it to. So... I'm completely in on this. I want to see it's this. It's so good. It is so good. Yeah, I'll take some days off work to get through it. But yeah, this, this sounds good. <laughs> this, mama. this would be I the really mom. Did. I really did. I watched it repeatedly. And then it was so funny as I watched it as an adult and all of a sudden got all of the jokes that I didn't get as a kid and did the, wait, my my parents let me watch this? which is because they knew that I didn't get the jokes. But I think that was the reason that my dad was okay with watching it is because he got the jokes when I didn't. Right. Yeah. But like mom said, regardless of what anybody else wanted to watch, it's like watch. going back and watching the old Batman and getting all the, the um, spoof and satire that's in there and all the, Oh, you mean from like the sixties version yeah. of the Batman? The oh yeah. yeah. That was full of, of uh, double meetings and things that you, you didn't catch as a kid. At least I didn't when I was a kid or a teenager because I was mm -hmm. paying attention to the Batman punching the Riddler and it saying poof and pow and zowie on the screen, you know? Yeah. But yeah, there was definite definite double entendre in that. Okay. Seriously, though, I got to find out where to watch this. Uh, it's currently... uh, e apparently eBay. Is there, where you gotta well, get I think it? it's you currently get it on the Roku TV channel for free. It had been on Amazon, but it's not anymore, which is stupid. Come on, Bezos. <laughs> no, he's too. When he gets busy. back from his rocket trip, he'll make sure that you know you get a chance to watch the Tenth Kingdom. <laughs> he will. He'll yeah. add it. He'll he'll see the light of sci-fi in the Tenth Kingdom. And you know, and that's the thing. So saying that is the purpose we're here is why it's sci-fi. It's an alternate dimension. It is just a time portal that happens to be a magic mirror, but it's it's a portal to another dimension where your fairy tales that you read growing up actually existed. So okay. in, the, in the other the other dimension, there are nine kingdoms, including, I mean, it's Snow White and Red Riding Hood and Cinderella. And it's, it's fun. It's, Horribly cheesy early two thousand CGI, but okay. it's so. From what I'm finding and a quick Google search, apparently it's only available right now on Pluto TV. So if you have Pluto TV, you can get it there. Which that's a free service, I believe. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to pay for anything. You do have to sign up, I believe, but I don't think you have to pay. Uh, now, for Pluto anything. TV is great. They have a Happy Days channel. Everybody check it out. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Now, um, <laughs> don't not because of happy days. Yeah. Gosh dang it, Jason. <laughs> hey, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. You can make Thursday, a Friday. Uh, happy <laughs> Thank you, Tim. You can you make an argument day, happy days with sci-fi. Um, but according to IMDb, this has an eight point three out of ten rating, and ninety four percent of uh, Google reviewers uh, gave it a, a, the thumbs up. That's awesome. So it's got a pretty high rating. So my only complaint, and totally not spoiler, only complaint is that it ends with this is the end of the first book. And they never made the rest of it. That's well, I mean, ten hours. I get it. 
and you're the first person I've ever heard mention this. So uh, you but might the have been their so only good. audience. <laughs> they got me too. I mean, I don't know how I mean, anybody doesn't want to see Al Bundy as a um, Yeah, I do. I want to Relish see that. <laughs> From saying I just, it, Tim. <laughs> I just want to see him like lean back and insult some some woman about her choice in shoes, and then shove a hand down his pants and you know, call it a day. <laughs> there are All shoes right, involved. There are shoes involved with relish. Oh, that's even better. Because so, they, the for its time. For, go ahead. Go ahead. The trolls Sorry. have a thing for shoes. Nice. Of all things, okay. they have a thing for shoes, and it's weird. For its time, it actually had a pretty impressive cast. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for the late '90s, early 2000s, it was Kimberly Williams, John Larroquette, Diana West, uh, Ed O'Neill, Rucker Howers in it, and Margaret's in it. Uh, Cameron Mannheim's in it. Mm -hmm. uh, Warwick Davis is in it. Uh, let's see who else. Names that I recognized. I was trying to go for Scott Cohen. But, yeah, Scott Cohen's in it. Yeah. Uh, and a few others that I don't really recognize, but still, quite that's quite the cast for an ensemble uh, at that at that time. Did so. this lead you to read the book? Did the, yes. Did you, yeah. Did you it read did. The, whole, the whole series? Whole deal? I did. Yeah. Did you read the second book and find out why you were upset with? Okay. I've read the entire thing. It was like my mom said; it was an obsession. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. Not like me when I was a kid waiting for the Mac and Me sequel that never came. Oh. How dare you? All right, I mean, cool. So, 2000, I was nine. That was the year I turned nine. I introduced my mother-in-law to it, too. And Wolf is fantastic. He Apparently knows. hilarious. So, Scott Cohen's character, his name is Wolf. He is a half-man, half-wolf. Not a werewolf. There's a difference. But there is a fantastic, hilarious um, PMS-related scene with him, where because it's a full moon, he goes full wolf, but they treat it like Pms and menstruation symptoms, which is hilarious to me because it you makes go, sense. You, you never go full wolf. Anyway. <laughs> like, uh, he requests a fluffy bunny to snuggle because nice. the cramps and he needs the warm, fuzzy bunny. <laughs> All right, cool. So obviously this is, I, I've asked the other guys, but clearly this is something you would watch again and, and or read again. Have repeatedly. Okay. Still going to keep oh, going. And... I'm going to try to watch it before you guys come on Sunday. Okay. Wait. 10 hours. Godspeed. Yeah, good luck to you. Let me know how that works out. See, and I think it was too, it was around the time that <laughs> we tried to do like their, their early spring miniseries. Because then it was the next year that they did the Rose Red miniseries. Like, they tried to make it a thing, and then it wasn't a thing, which is sad. That's fair. I, I do think I've seen parts of that show, because I, I remember the Relish character, but I don't remember mm -hmm. that, anything else about it. Yeah, I can honestly say I've never seen a a second of, of screen time <laughs> of this. So, and I, I think probably because at the time it came out, that was not something I would have sat down and watched. Uh, just because probably looked too... Um, uh, Cinderella e to me. Mm. So, and in you know, 2021 years ago, I was a, a young man who clearly could not be interrupted with girly things like Cinderella. So, oh, I and it was it. wrong, it's about seven hours total. Yeah, so yeah, all right, cool. All right, so time so we got to keep, we gotta keep, we gotta keep going. Uh, we'll, we'll hit my pick, and we got a couple things we need to, we need to cover real quick. 
You uh, so, talk about your movie. No, actually, we can skip my movie. I'm cool with that. No, you're so um, cool. So, all right, well, fine. Leave me alone then. <laughs> I'm getting all defensive. <laughs> it's my, my movie. It's a great movie. It's my movie. All right, so this is my movie, the movie Yesterday. So if you're a Beatles fan, this um, this movie was kind of a must-watch. Uh, it came out two years ago. And uh, actually, we went and saw this while my daughter was in the hospital. One of the uh, towards the end of her of her hospital stay, when she was feeling better, and they would let us out of the hospital uh, with her, and we could take her. We took her wheelchair, and we we took her to the, uh, the to the movie theater to go see this. And of course, uh, if you know my daughter very well, you'd re you'd understand that she's not like her dad at all. She's not sarcastic, um, and does not have a dark sense of humor, uh, even a little bit. All Which lies. Why we're totally um, not friends at all? Exactly. But uh, <laughs> so we're we're going. This is one of the greatest memories I have of this movie. And I don't think that she remembers this, but we're pushing her down the hallway, and she's yelling out, "Sick kid in a wheelchair coming through!" <laughs> so that we could get to the movie theater, so we could go watch this. <laughs> and I just looked at her. I'm like, really? She was like, "Hey, I'm in, and I'm I'm living this up for all I can get out of it." Um, so I mean, I couldn't really argue with that. But anyway, so we went to see this because both my daughter and I both really like the Beatles. We both really enjoy them. Uh, and just real quick, uh, before we do that, Holly says that it is also on YouTube. Um, so Good if you job. want to look for it, on, you can find it on YouTube. And uh, let's see, I'm able to have two screens. <laughs> so in other words, suck it up, Mick. Oh. There's two screens available. My mom uh, can do two screens. Yeah. If, yeah. Proud of her. So anyway, uh, so the, the basic premise of this story is, is that one night there's a power blip that goes out through the world. And when this happens, it erases the memory of the Beatles from every human being on the earth, except for like three people. And so where this becomes sci-fi is you have a, a worldwide catastrophe that nobody knows about. It wipes everybody's minds and um, it not only wipes the minds of them of the Beatles, but all the people that the Beatles would have influenced along the way. So it's now a world without Harry Potter because, you know, J.K. Rowling was no longer going to be influenced by the Beatles and become a Beatles fan and, and all these other things. So Harry Potter doesn't exist, so that's not a big loss. Um, and then there's... I feel like how I threw that in there? <laughs> Curveball. Uh, Curveball! <laughs> I got a question. Uh, I got a question for you, Tim. Do you like yeah. actual science fiction, or is it only Star Wars? <laughs> Dang. You can kick him off again, Tim, if you want. Uh, wow. him so anyway, <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> No, actually, I, I really do enjoy science fiction uh, quite a bit. I, I love The Fifth Element. I love Stargate. I love... Um, I'm actually growing to like Star Trek the more I watch it. <gasps> and you Trekkies are, are, are sucking me into your cult. It's happening. Um, but anyway, no. So, yeah, I, that's all I'm going to say about that. And that's all I got to say about that. Anyway, uh, so yesterday becomes a really, it becomes a really cool movie, um, and you know, like like John Lennon is still alive, and it's the, by the way, I'm not saying spoilers. This movie's been out for two years. If you didn't see it, it's not my fault. You know, the fact um, that you said it was two years ago, and I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was longer ago than no, it was just an entire freaking pandemic ago. It was yeah. Well, the <laughs> pandemic seems like ten years in in of its own. <laughs> All right, Wass, that's a 10-minute ban. Oh, gosh, not him. Cats is totally sci-fi. Oh, God. I almost no, talked we, about Highlander, too. 
We totally, <laughs> while we were preparing for the show today, we had to go grocery shopping. And on the way home from grocery shopping, he told me that that is the hill he has chosen to die on and fight me for it. That cats is sci-fi. He's not wrong, but it still sucks. Okay. I will, it's, I will, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Anyway, I'll give into the fact that, that cats is sci-fi. Okay, John, just stop talking about it. Uh, <laughs> If you talk about it too much, then Mick's gonna start commenting again, and that just uh, and then and then really we're back bad. to we're back to cats and Dune spice, you know, tornado spiral. Taylor Swift and funny feelings. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> I got I got the kitty feels. Uh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, anyway, yeah, back wait, to yesterday. <laughs> so, but yeah, so throughout this, he you know he goes through and and. Uh, because nobody's familiar with the music, he put he puts on the music of the Beatles as if it's his own because he's a struggling musician that nobody has ever really heard of. And and John, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> boy, we gotta have to talk. You anyway, so but yeah, so it's a it's a really cool story. Um, and actually, I need to go back and watch it because. Uh, I'm not sure, but I don't. I don't believe that even in the end of the movie that the the memory of the Beatles comes back. I believe it stays gone, um, and he he ends up living in a world where, um, you know, the Beatles aren't there, but the the love for the music of the Beatles because he helped bring it out to the to the world is there. So it's kind of an interesting concept, and in, and in how he goes about discovering that the Beatles are gone, that they no longer exist. Uh, like even in his own record collection, all the Beatles records are gone and that's all, everything's missing. And so it like completely, completely wiped it out. So, but so, yeah, so it's, it's kind of an interesting, kind of an interesting pick, at least in my opinion, I think that it, it you can make the case for it being sci-fi because of the fact that there's the, the power blip and the, the memory wipe. And it's a, it's a parallel dimension or parallel universe, as far as I'm concerned at the point at which that happens, because now we're back, we're at a point where nobody knows who, John, Paul, George, and Ringo are. They're just people. So but, I mean, the uh, less you know about Ringo, probably the better post Beatles. But don't um... don't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> so John's just trying to kiss up now. He says, I agree with no, Tim. He... Yesterday was awesome, and I'm not even a Beatles fan. We did actually so. enjoy the movie, and he does not like the Beatles, which is <laughs> ridiculous, but so yeah. Not like, but not anyway. like Elvis, so it's okay. Yeah, I can get yeah. behind us being a sci-fi movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think if we're gonna make Fast Nine a sci-fi movie, uh, this is definitely. Of course, we don't have anybody going to space, but I mean, I mean, so there's that. <laughs> so enough to go. To I'm space. sure radio waves go to space. It's fine. I don't want to well, live exactly. in a world without the Beatles. Which is why the aliens don't come here because they hear our radio waves and they've decided not to deal with us. <laughs> well, they, they they heard all the mumble rappers. They're like, yeah, they're 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 screwed. Leave them alone. They have locked their doors so. and kept going. <laughs> kept driving, that's for sure. Keep moving. That's right. Oh, look, they can no longer talk. Okay. We don't um, want the neighborhood. Go faster. <laughs> Roll them up. Just wait until they decide to launch uh, the planet and make it an expressway. It'll be okay. All right. So. Um, before we get, Kathleen had something that she wanted to talk about, but before we get into that, I want to make sure that we highlight something that's near and dear to us as, as podcasters. So one of the things that we often talk about in our group, you know, Jason and Justin and three, the whole three geeks podcast group is a member of the scene snobs network. And also, as you notice, and a lot of what we do, we talk about the scene snobs and being proud members of the scene snobs podcast. 
uh, uh, network. Now, one of the things that that means is that in doing that, we try very hard to take care of our own. We support one another. We go on each other's shows. Uh, we, you know, but it's not just that we go on each other's. We're actually friends outside of the, off the camera. We we goof with one another. Family. Yeah, we got our own little weird podcasting family. In fact, we call it a pattern family. You know, and, and we we joke around with each other, and we're friends off camera. And you know, I give Jason a lot of crap on camera, but you know, we we joke around about it off off camera. And he's a cool dude. And we're gonna meet up in a couple months. And I I am so very much looking forward to that. Ooh, we are, aren't we? Yes, right. And <laughs> Casey says, "Yay, yay, weird family." That's right. We are a weird family, but we we do view ourselves as a family. Now, with that being said, when it comes to the members of our family and something going on. We try very hard to make sure, like I said, that we take care of one another and we treat one another with the respect and kindness that they need, especially when they're going through something that's rough, that's trialsome. And I bring this You're up because cry, Tim. I'm not trying to, but this Friday afternoon, starting at two o'clock, there's a, a charity fundathon to help the Milbys. Now the Milbys are related to Jason Taylor, and I believe it's his brother-in-law. Am I correct, Jason? Yes, my brother-in-law, who I have known since the third grade. I wasn't allowed to play with him when we were kids. Ah. But he was good enough yeah. for my sister, so we figured that one out. <laughs> good enough for your sister, not good enough for you to hang out with. I want to meet this dude. All right. So, but it, it's important to know that that uh, his brother-in-law is in the hospital and has had some serious medical bills come his way. And, you know, after everything that everybody's gone through the last year or so with the pandemic and everything else, we need support from, from community right now more than any time probably ever that we have before. And so we have an opportunity to help the Milbys with this fundathon. It's a 12-hour event. It starts at 2 o'clock uh, Eastern time in the afternoon. So 2, 2 p.m. Eastern. It goes to 2 a.m. Eastern. And there's going to be a variety of different hosts hosting different hours. There's going to be all kinds of guests. Uh, Funny Science Fiction will be hosting the 9 p.m. to the 10 p.m. hour slot Friday night. And we are I'm very excited about that. A unicorn suit. She'll probably be wearing the unicorn suit. That's her. No, that's her way of telling you she's definitely wearing the unicorn suit. Uh, probably with kitty ears too. Uh, but anyway, you can't mix the kitty ears in the unicorn suit. That's just not right. I'm sure you can. Gosh, damn. I have. I, so as it says <gasps> there, it's a live. This is all going to be live. It's a twelve-hour event. There's going to be some of your favorite shows. Um, you know, there's going to be lots of laughs. There's going to be guests. Everything. There's so much going to be going on. And at the same time, there will be a, a GoFundMe link that's going to be shared with the audience repeatedly. Now, here's the thing. When people hear about GoFundMes, they think, oh, man, I don't have $20, $50, $100 to donate. I don't need you to donate $20, $50, or $100. I need 20 people to donate $1, $2, Because here's the thing. If, if we all do that, it adds up so fast. And I'll also say this, as a recipient of a GoFundMe account, because when my daughter was in the hospital in 2019 for 97 days, my wife and I had no income. Some good friends of ours took it upon themselves to start a GoFundMe for us. Had it not been for that GoFundMe, we would have been financially sunk. We would have been done. And there, sure, there were people who gave lots of money, but there were also people who gave one, two, three dollars. Because that all adds up. And if you guys can do that, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, and if nothing else, if even if you can't donate the one, two, three dollars amounts, so it adds up, if you can share the link 
so we can get this out in front of many people as possible because maybe they can donate some money. And that's what we want to do. We want to help somebody who's had life just kind of take take the high hard one on them. And, you know, it wasn't expected. It wasn't looking for this. And, you know, that's that's kind of the way things happen. So join us. Join the entire Scene Snobs Network Friday afternoon, Friday, July 30th, 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Anything else and to I add, will, Jay? I have a lot of people asking me for updates on them. And I can give an update that I don't think has been made public yet. But um, right, right now, he has no short-term memory. It's gone. They don't know if it'll ever come back. And um, they can't have he can't have surgery for another three weeks because he's not there yet. So fingers okay. crossed. Uh, they were on vacation in North Carolina when this all happened, so he's still down there. My sister's up here trying to give the kids some normalcy, but she's traveling back and forth, so oh. it all helps. That's a, that's a rough life. So yeah, do what you can, guys. We we greatly appreciate anything that you're able to do, anything you're able to give to donate uh, on that. Now. Um, now I host another podcast called Focused on Forward. I'll be live from eight to nine on Focused on Forward. We'll also be talking about the Milby uh, Charity Fundathon then during that show. We want to get as many people uh, as we can exposed to this, and, and so that this can help out a very good family in in great time of need. And so, uh, if you can, guys, please give what you can. Share the link uh, if nothing else. Okay, uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun on Friday. I want to make sure that you guys have opportunity uh, to be part of that. Now, yeah. because we're running out of time, um, there were some things that Kathleen wanted to talk about. What we'll see. I did, but it, it's small and not really super significant, other than the fact that a new Sims 4 pack came out this week. I know, Cottage Living! <laughs> we have llamas! <laughs> I have a problem with uh, watching oh, play The Sims on YouTube. My stars, I am in love with this pack. Like... It is not the farm pack that we wanted, but we have llamas. And cow. <laughs> and a cow. And chickens. And I mean, it's super fun still. What I was laughing the most about while playing it is the number of sci-fi Easter eggs in this Okay. Pack. So they introduced cross-stitching, which is not a super sci-fi thing until when you buy the little cross-stitch kit, it's called Make It So. <laughs> there is a phone booth that when you like read the information about it, it talks about how this weird guy in a suit told you that that's not a bathroom. It's something else. And it's been disguised. And it's like, that's obviously a TARDIS, but it's not, nice. but it is. It was awesome. Yeah, my only complaint is that origin has no sound on my computer right now. So I have no sound in my Sims, but we're figuring it out. Yeah, there you go. Eventually EA will, understand what I say when I'm telling them that things aren't working and they'll get a tech support person who knows what they're doing. And chickens can kill you in that game. <laughs> every time hey. a, John says every time a new Sims expansion comes out, my wife falls down a rabbit hole for a couple of days. And there's rabbits in this one now with rabbit holes. Oh. In the rabbit holes. <laughs> my on daughter theme. and I, we play why we watch <laughs> people play it on YouTube. So we got the whole immersive experience. I built a fantastic fairy mansion for our, our family, and now we have a cow and a llama and a bunch of chickens, and it's so fun. It's all of the things of going outside without leaving my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Every nerd's dream. <laughs> all right, and just real quick, too, uh, we got about four minutes left, so I want to make sure that we get this in. Friday's upcoming release. I want to make sure that everybody's aware yeah. of this. 
this is really cool and i am really geekily excited about this uh we are interviewing uh voice actor richard epcar and why that's cool is because if you've played marvel ultimate alliance 3 if you're a fan of mortal Kombat, then you've heard his voice as as raiden if you watched or played the dc injustice games injustice 1 and injustice 2 richard epcar is the clown prince of gotham in that show in that game in that game, I keep saying show. It's a game, but still, if you want, you can watch all the outtakes, uh, the cutscenes, and it actually is a cool little movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's right. He has been the voice of the Joker. Check this out. So one of your credits is playing Gotham City's own clown prince of crime, who I happen to love. In case yes, I see the picture behind your head. <laughs> Still giving chills. Right? Still. Uh, yeah, stinking love that. And it, Richard has 494 acting credits to his name. So if if those one of those things I just mentioned what wasn't one of the things where you're like, oh, that's okay. That'd be yeah, that's all right. But trust me, there's something in there that you're gonna be like, holy cow, he was that or he was in that. It, it's really cool. Uh, but we have a really nice chat with him. Uh, and that's coming out this Friday. Now, as far as our next upcoming live show, um, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, Casey says, Jason, that JCVD pick is just incredible. Bravo, sir. Loving you owning it. And uh, Casey also said, that's awesome, y'all. So uh, as far as next week's live show, I want to ha- invite you guys to come back. Uh, we have... Uh, Jeff Duwaskin coming back next week, who is, of course, a stand-up comedian and a uh, famous in his own mind podcaster. Uh, <laughs> I love Jeff. I have to give him crap. It's just it's what we do. It's just what but we then, do. But we also have an, another stand-up comedian by the name of Wally Collins coming on, who has been on Comedy Central. He hosted his own show on there. Um, there's a whole lot we get to talk about with Wally, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And those two combined should make for a very entertaining hour of entertainment. But before we go, I just want to again want to say thank you to Jason and Justin. Thank you guys for for being here and uh, being part of the show. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's going to be a blast. Uh, uh, Friday, real quick, we have our friend Sherry Nelson joining Justin and I for our hour, and we have a musical performance from country singer Samantha Gatton. So nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Excellent. So where can everyone find your shows? Where can they look for you real quick? 3geeks.ninja. Anywhere you find podcasts, 3geeks podcast. Justin and I have six interviews scheduled this week, so you're going to be getting a lot of content from us very, very soon. Excellent. Love it when you guys are busy. That means I get more stuff to listen to. All right. Because, by the way, guys, I'm a subscriber. Love your guys' show. And all right. So very cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, guys, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for your comments, and come back next Monday. We've got another great show for you, 7 o'clock Eastern. When that's... Goodbye! On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FunnySciFi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode.